Well, happening right now, baseball is finally back, and 50,000 or so eager Blue Jays fans have packed into Rogers Center for the first game of the regular season. It's not going according to plan right now. The Blue Jays are trailing the Texas Rangers by a score of 7 nothing. It was almost a home run, but it just went foul. Our Michelle Mackey has more from outside Rogers Center. Some 50,000 fans are cheering on the boys in blue. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be the energy, World Series energy today. The Jays' home opener marks the first sold-out crowd at the Rogers Center since the beginning of the pandemic, and Sean is pumped to be here. I've came to the last 10 home openers, and uh, it's always different every year. COVID put a damper on the last two years, so I can't wait till Springer hits some dingers. Now, there are some road restrictions surrounding the stadium until the end of the game. Toronto police recommend taking public transit. The TTC is offering free rides on the 504 King Street car until 11.30 p.m. Fans can also take advantage of increased service on Go Transit and Up Express. At the Rogers Centre, Michelle Mackey, City News. Downtown bars and restaurants are also excited to see the Blue Jays fans back at Rogers Centre. Our Adrian Gobriel explains. Take me out with the crowd. It doesn't matter if a few are out of tune. The sweetest sound for businesses along the Bremner Corridor is that of fans returning by the thousands with their wallets open and the money flowing. So to have people back in here and see the smiles on people's faces, that's the reward at the end of the day for us. It's, it's what really keeps us going. The staff at Steam Whistle anticipating selling thousands of cold ones before the first pitch is even thrown. We're looking at close to 6,000 beers that we're going to either pull or 6,000 bottles of beer we're going to open and serve. Saturday is going to be the same deal. I'm Adrian Gobriel for City News. City News Time 904 in Niagara Falls, one of Canada's busiest tourist destinations, will remain closed all weekend long after three teen boys were shot overnight, leaving one of them dead. There's the family of the, of the individual that lost their life, and there's two other families that are dealing with their loved ones who had near-fatal injuries and had a long road to recovery. Niagara Police tell City News that multiple shots were fired inside the Great Canadian Midway on Clifton Hill around 12.30 in the morning. Police are hoping that witnesses will come forward from the crowd. And investigators are also looking for whoever was inside a blue, uh, blue Ford F-150, which was seen leaving the area after the shooting. The truck is missing a door handle and its front license plate. The young man shot dead outside Sherburne subway station yesterday afternoon has been identified as 21-year-old Kartik Vasudev. Kartik was studying at Seneca College and had just moved to Canada from India in January. A friend of the victim called his father back in India with the terrible news. He was a very shy person. He is very soft-spoken. If you see his friend, he's, he's, he's just very, very polite. He's just very polite. He cannot even speak in loud voice to anyone. Kartik was on his way to work when he was shot. An off-duty paramedic tried to save his life at the scene. Police would like to speak with anyone who may have been in that area at the time of the shooting. This is City News 680. It's 9.06. Will Smith could still win an award at the Oscars over the next 10 years, but he won't be able to accept it in person during that time. Our James Mackin joins us live with the reason why. James. 
Well, Zach, the recent Best Actor Oscar winner says he accepts and respects the Academy's decision to ban him from attending any Academy event for the next 10 years. The day after the infamous slap, Smith did profusely apologize to Chris Rock as well as the viewers of the ceremony on social media. He said he deeply regrets that his behavior stained the ceremony, adding that he is a work in progress. The Academy's Board of Governors initially set up a meeting for April 18th to discuss disciplinary actions, but they moved it up to earlier today when Smith resigned from the Academy. As part of the ruling, he can be nominated for Oscars, but he won't be able to accept any wins in person, nor can he attend if his wife or children are nominated as well, at least not until 2032. Reporting live, James Mackin, City News. A Toronto Catholic elementary school is reporting more than 100 cases of COVID-19 in just two weeks. But as we hear from Shauna Hunt of City News, it doesn't mean the criteria to shut down. It doesn't meet, rather, the criteria to shut down. And that has some parents worried. Alicia's two young children attend St. Brendan Catholic School in Port Union. She tells me the sudden and massive spike in COVID-19 cases is surprising and worrisome. A lot of people seem to believe they want to just let the virus burn through communities. And that's very unsettling for me because my son can't be vaccinated. The school had been COVID-free since the very beginning of February. The latest cases started popping up just two days after the mask mandate was lifted on March 21st. Infections continued climbing over the next two weeks, and as of yesterday, 119 cases have now been reported. Alicia tells me at least one of those was in her son's kindergarten class. So I'm not confident that it's safe, and I'm not confident that we're following the advice of experts. Under provincial guidelines, in order for a public health unit to consider shutting down a school, at least 30% of students have to be absent. City News Time 908. The invasion of Ukraine. Today saw the deadliest single attack on civilians so far after a Russian missile struck a train station in eastern Ukraine where thousands were trying to escape. ABC's James, James Longman has more from Kyiv. People here had been told to leave this eastern region and had flocked to the train station in the hopes of avoiding Russia's impending offensive. Nate Mook works for World Central Kitchen. He was there helping those trying to escape when the missile hit. There were individuals that had burned alive in these cars. These were innocent women and children and grandmothers trying to evacuate on trains, and they were the target of this attack. There were families here, blood-soaked toys, a sign that children were among those trying to get away. At least 50 people were killed, including five children. And testing, more than testing, one, two, three, wounded. one, two, three... City News Time 908, Alabama's governor signed two bills into law today that directly targeted transgender children. The first bill makes it a felony for doctors to provide gender-affirming health care to anyone under 19 years old. Medical professionals who violate the law can face up to 10 years in jail. The second measure requires students from kindergarten through high school to only use bathrooms designated for the sex they were assigned at birth. Opponents of the new laws argue that they target vulnerable children for the sake of scoring political points. Transgender youth are twice as likely to have suicidal thoughts than their cisgendered peers. For the latest on a world in flux, City News is tracking all breaking developments in Europe. To keep you in the know, this is City News 680. Everywhere.